Hello and welcome to Interfilm Recommends, a regular podcast for film club leaders to explore exciting new titles with their clubs. My name's Joe and as usual I'm joined by Michael. Hello. And this is another episode in which we discuss a new addition to our catalogue. In today's primary themed podcast we'll be discussing the Lego Ninjago movie. The Lego Ninjago movie is a used certificate, we've got it at aged 5 plus on our website. And the story concerns six teenagers who become ninjas at night and must defend their home against the evil Lord Garmadin. So Michael, can you tell us a bit more about the story? Yeah, I mean the first thing I should say is that um, Lego Ninjago is a line of sets produced by Lego. Um, so mm. these, have, these characters have already been established in a TV show as well as a number of spin-offs including video games, uh, graphic novels and a board game. So some viewers may be aware of these characters already. Mm. Um, as for the plot itself, uh, the opening scene is a news report within the city of uh, Ninjago which makes it clear that Garmadon, the villain, is mm. a regular threat to the city. Um, but unlike many other superhero films, this is not an origin story and it's made clear to us, the audience, that these school kids turned ninjas have been battling his threat for some time. Uh, the drama at the centre of the film is that Lloyd, the Green Ninja, and his relationship with his father, Lord Garmadon, and it's Lloyd's 16th birthday which prompts him to think about this relationship even more than usual. Great, well let's listen to a clip. Thank goodness for those ninjas. But who are these secret ninjas, Kate? We have so many questions. questions. Fire Ninja, where is he on a scale of one to awesome? I'm not gonna lie, I'm awesome! Earth Ninja, when will he upgrade to digital? No, I would never do that. Ice Ninja, is he a real boy or a robot? How dare you? I'm a wild teen. Lightning Ninja, is he the bravest ninja of them all? I'll take that as a yes. Water Ninja, she's a girl and a ninja. Can she really have it all? You fellas need to inform yourselves of where we're at culturally. And finally, the Green Ninja. He fights in the air, on the ground, and in the kitchen with a refrigerator. But what is he hiding? And who is he really? Now this is the third Lego movie to be released recently, following on from Lego Batman and of course the Lego movie itself. Can you say a bit about how this film is similar and different to what we've seen before? So it retains much of what made the other two films so successful and so enjoyable in terms of its style and the way it's delivered. So that sort of wacky frenzied all-action humour with lots mm. of jokes coming, you know, um, ten a minute, both verbal and visual. Um, and as with the original Lego movie, it incorporates elements of the real world, so um, live action, in this case, uh, a live action cat begins to demolish the city in a, right. a sort of Godzilla-like manner, yeah. a reference to that film. And the story also mm. starts off with uh, a live action scene uh, which is reminiscent of films like Jumanji or The Princess Bride, uh, which is used as a storytelling device before we delve into the animated world of Ninjago. Mm. The story is a little bit messier than the other films, in all honesty, but the bursts of humour do really make up for this. Mm. And the humour, it should be noted, is uh, younger and potentially even sillier than the previous versions. And it did make me laugh and giggle a lot throughout. Great. Um, and I noticed that Jackie Chan features in the cast. Uh, can you talk a little bit about him and what he brings to the film? 
that's right. So he opens the film as this sort of mysterious shopkeeper, mm. and he begins telling the story of the world of Ninjago to a young boy at the very beginning. He also voices one of the characters within the story itself uh, called Master Wu, and this is the wise ninja master who crops up throughout and reminds the ninjas of what they need to know in order mm. to succeed in their quest. Right. Um, as far as the other characters go, we're introduced to the villain Garmadon, as I say, very early on. Um, as well as the individual ninjas uh, and they all have an element which signifies their, their strength or their main trait fire, ice, lightning, earth and water all except Lloyd and Lloyd is the main character and his, own, his only strength is uh, green and he, uh, he basically doesn't know what that means and as you can expect is quite disappointed to find out that that's his power. So are they a bit like Power Rangers and they're all different colours and different styles? Exactly like that. So another point worth making is that Lloyd has a number of difficulties to contain with in his life. Uh, not only his relationship with his father, which is upsetting for him, but it also makes the city, including the rest of his school and his classmates, resent him. Mm. He's conflicted when it comes to fighting as a Green Ninja because he's torn between what's doing what's right for society and wanting to build bridges with the man who abandoned him as a child. And he's also hiding this secret identity from everyone around him, apart from the other ninjas. Uh, and that includes his mother in a sort of Peter Parker, Spider-Man sort of way. Right. So he's also burdened with his guilt, as well as being left out and bullied and embarrassed. So what sorts of themes and messages are in the film? If club leaders wanted to talk about it with their group afterwards, you know, what would they look out for? I'd say that there are plenty of themes and topics to explore, from family relationships to anti-bullying, from mm. teamwork and being true to yourself to things like bravery, responsibility, uh, acceptance of how things are and working through different types of difficulty. It's quite broad, so there mm. are a number of ways that you could use this film or you know, how you could see it or approach it. Mm. Uh, it's a film which certainly highlights the need for inner strength, as well as reinforcing the need for connections to those around you. And it does stress the importance of hidden abilities, i.e. what's inside you makes you stronger, not just those physical attributes or powers. Great. And, and so with that in mind, what would you recommend to audiences who've enjoyed Legend in Jardo? What should they seek out next? I think there are a few really nice titles that follow on from this. So firstly, Big Hero 6, which mm. is the Disney film from 2014. And Big Hero 6 is also about a group of teenagers coming together to save the city, uh, even if that is more of an origin story. But I think right. it's a really nice comparison to Legend of Jago. Uh, Captain Underpants is, uh, sort of shares that really silly, goofy humour of Legend of Jago. It also plays very young, mm. and it's another film which is constantly throwing joke after joke at the audience. And we've talked about Captain Underpants in an earlier episode, which you can find on the SoundCloud archives. Yeah, and I also just very quickly reference uh, Minions, again, lots of slapstick humour in that, and The Incredibles, mm. because of course The Incredibles 2 comes out later this year, so mm. if you haven't seen that, what better time to watch it than now. Fantastic. Well, that's everything for today. Thank you for listening. Do check out all of our previous episodes, including Captain Underpants, on SoundCloud and iTunes, all of which are accompanied by show notes, which link to resources, including film guides, film lists, blogs, and video content. And if you're also interested in secondary podcasts, we have a new episode available featuring Blade Runner 2049 and Breathe. We'll be back with a new episode next month, so tune in then.